welcome back to another episode of Queendom Diaries 2020. And this is your host, Queen. I am here with the one and the only. Snoopy the Lord. How y'all doing? How you doing? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. All that good stuff. And. Oh, happy holidays. Yeah, I don't know how to feel about the start of the new year. My start of the new year is going wonderful. Okay, but apparently. We got a new world war approaching us. Mm. How do you feel about that? There's not a world war. And I don't think there's necessarily going to be a world war. I just think that's just people talking. I just think it's weird that that's how we're really going to start. Has there even been a full week of the new year yet? You know, Trump planned this. He's like, as soon as the first come, I'm about to hit that red button. <laughs> do you know why the whole situation happened? No. Well, yeah, I've been, mean, you know what? We're going to talk about this another episode. Because you know what? This is not a politic podcast. For those who are new to listening to Queendom Diaries, Queendom Diaries is basically about, it's more of a society and culture podcast. So basically, every issue, every stereotype that our community go through, and by our community, I mean black people, yeah. the black community go through, we basically talk about it. We talk about the issues and then we tackle it on. The point of our podcast is to show black people in a more positive light instead of being pushed into the stereotypical role of a black person in today's society. So this podcast is all about love, humor, supporting black people, supporting black businesses. That's what we are about. And if you're just tuning in, I'm glad you guys are here with us. So today, Snoopy the Lord. So we're going to be answering... 10 to 15 to 20 or 27 questions that other race have for black people. Okay. You ready for it? I think it's going to be so much fun. Okay. All right. And by I the way, it's going to be extremely racist, but I like to have fun with racism. <laughs> don't, don't look at it like that. Which I just said I like to have fun with racism. I'm sure we got questions about white people and Mexicans. I'm sure they got, I'm, apparently they have plenty of questions about us. So well, it has nothing it to do on. with race though. Let's get it on. Okay. By the way, these questions are off of BuzzFeed, so shout out to them. So, question number one. Why is it so hard to be on time for black people? <laughs> well, for me, for me, maybe because I'll probably wake up too late, you know? I, I mean, like, I don't know, there's a lot of factors to play. And you know what, it's not just black people. Matter of fact, uh, the majority of my jobs I worked at, it was mainly white people, white bosses that were never on time. Right. Like, management, I mean, like, yeah, you got your one or two, but predominantly be, be white. They be showing up like an hour, 45 minutes late, right? And no one bats an eye. No, all the co-workers are secretly talking about it because they know if they did that shit, they gonna get it. <laughs> they gonna get a citation or a write-up and then a, a discussion. <laughs> I used to hate those sheets that we used to have to sign up at our last jobs if we, like, came in late or missed the day. You remember those sheets? Yeah. I'm like, get out of here with that, man. I don't, I don't know. I don't think this question is why is it so hard for black people to be on time? <laughs> Maybe because we don't want to go to where we want to go to or where we have to go to. 
I don't know. I, I don't think I don't consider myself being late like that. Like, what's late? I'm gonna to tell you. I'm gonna tell you the truth. Like, I feel like we can we just go by our own time. I feel like we just go black by people our own time. time. I mean, they say black people talk, but no. Like, I'm saying like each individual person goes by their own schedule. Like when they're able to. No, I know why. Like I'm always will. late. Because I like to put on makeup. That takes me a long time. Yeah. I like to do my hair. That's why I'm always late. Yeah. You know, you gotta I gotta, you gotta take good. the time to actually groom out. You can't just hop out with anything on and just expect your day to go well. Like <laughs> some people don't take showers and yet they're able to get ready in twenty minutes. My time wow. management skills. The person sucks. that's really hygienic gonna take an hour or two because He's a really hygienic person. You know, you gotta make sure you smell good. You gotta make sure that you, you, you know, your teeth, your breath ain't stinking. You gotta make sure your teeth ain't yellow. You gotta make sure, you know, your, if you got waves, you gotta make sure they tighten. You know, you gotta make sure your waves look good. You know, if you, you're a female, there's a variety of things y'all gotta do to get the day started. Don't get me started with y'all. I mean, like, I'm just okay. saying, people gonna be late by this, especially if they wake up late. Like, sometimes you have a hard night, you know? You probably spent too long at work the day prior, or you had something to do. Regardless, you gonna be late. But some people, though, some people abuse that, though. And I'm not gonna lie, it is on our on our community. But yeah. <laughs> you ready for the next question? Yeah. Alright, question number two. If my dab is on fleek, am I lit? Let me just make something clear right now. First I am not up, into that at all. Any dabs, fleeks, uh, out the style that's going on right now, I am not a part of. I don't even know what fleek is. Or, so I don't say lit. I'm sorry. I feel I like don't. it's more of a Generation Z type of thing. I feel like I don't know, man. It's fun to say. It's lit? fun to say. You will never catch me saying lit. You will like, never catch me. Though, no, not lit. Slant any. Okay, Sleek. no. Even though it's stupid, it's so fun to say. <laughs> like, you could literally have fun saying that as many ways you want to. Fleek, fleek, fleek. Your favorite fleek. You know, you, like... could just, <laughs> you can have fun with that. But lit, like, that was something that was, like, stoner talk. That was much the stoner group, you know. When you said lit, you wasn't talking about, oh, man, that's crazy. Or, oh, man, that's dope. Uh, if my dab is on fleek and my lit, you are very lit. If your dab is on point and on fleek, you're lit. Okay? So his dab was really hot? I don't know. Next question. Why is it a problem with I, as a black person, like anime? I don't, you know what? I feel like as as a as a whole, we need to just admit to the fact that we like anime. Come on, man, stop lying to yourself. As of lately, the most thuggish of us love yes, anime. Yes, it's either Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, Case Closed, and I feel like it's a problem. It's it's more harder for a black person who loves anime to get accepted into the anime community because you gotta think about it when you cosplay. Mm-hmm. You know, it's is dominated by white people because all the anime characters are white. There's probably like two black characters in the series 
that the black viewer doesn't want to be. You know, the black viewer may like a female character who's Asian or white. She wants to cosplay as her. You know, black people are very limited when it comes to anime. We are limited when it comes to entertainment, period. I think it's more because, like when I was little, I used to love Naruto. I'm not really much into it as as I was or as I used to be, but I was made fun of bad for like a Naruto, you know? I guess I didn't like reality TV, I guess I didn't like The Proud Family, you know? See, back when I was in elementary school and we still stayed on 93rd of Rainbow, uh, me, my cousins and a couple other kids on the block used to watch Dragon Ball Z a lot and we used to try to like act out, you know, certain episodes or something. Naruto wasn't really a talk about that neighborhood. It was mainly like, I don't know, I would say around Cleveland, I would say it was mainly like wrestling and, and Dragon Ball Z, maybe Inuyasha. Like, whatever called, came on Tsunami, whatever anime show came on Tsunami, that was like... It was pretty cool. The very first anime that I watched was Full Metal Alchemist, and I loved that word. Yeah, Full Metal Alchemist. I thought it was so weird. I thought it was weird that he had a robot arm. And mind you, I was probably like in elementary school. You know, so I'm, I'm kind of like, that's pretty cool that he could fight with a robot arm. That's actually, and his brother is a knight. <laughs> you know, but. His brother was a ghost possessor, just armor. I thought he was a knight when I was That's little. literally what he was. He was a ghost possessor. But. Anime is cool. I'm Argue with me if you want to. That's exactly what the brother was. Well, I'm not really into anime as much, but I feel like the community needs to give. It needs to be more diverse, not only in, you know, the shows, the characters, but within the community. Next question: Why do black people look at your shoes before they greet you? <laughs> you could. It's not. I don't think it's just a black thing. Cause that's actually like I know old. Italians that has a little thing with looking at shoes before. I know, but it's within the black community. I feel like that's actually more of a man stereotype, not just a race. I feel like that's more of a man stereotype. You can tell a lot about her. No. That's what some people No. No. If your shoes are designer, if it's not material, you know, because people now are materialistic a little bit. If your shoes are not up to brand, I'm gonna just tell you straight up, like, my shoes gonna be rugged, whether if they're designer or not, because I'm a working man, you know? I'm a working man. Question number five, you ready? Mm-hmm. Why are we more likely to engage in the new dance trends than we are to get involved in politics or opening up a business? Wait, say that again. Why are we more likely to engage in the new dance or trends? Than we are to get involved in politics and opening a business. Politics is depressing. I don't know about the business aspect. I just think that's actually made for certain people. Not everybody got to be involved. No, no. You, you know the answer to this because people pay more attention to trends and drama yeah, and, and, and what's trending. Entertainment. And basically, yeah, people are more likely to pay more attention to that than when it comes to politics and 
small black businesses. Me, personally, coming from me, a black woman, I don't like politics. I don't want to pay attention to politics because it's not what I like. It's not what I do. Right. It's just full of anger and right. you know, you very need, you opinionated needed, people. You needed a distraction for all the stress in the world. I mean, that's how many of us cope, though. You know, I feel like sometimes we got to get involved in politics, too, because we have a voice and we can do something with our voices. But I feel like people turn more to, like, trans and avoid politics because they are afraid. They don't know what they can do to help out, you know? What do you think about that? I believe you're right. And you trans are more nailed, fun! You just nailed down one of humanity's biggest problems, especially in this country. Trends are more fun. Like, it could be a damn cat popping up out of a box, okay? It could be the new dance. Uh, I don't know. I was Amani was here because Amani knows all the dance trends, but it could be like a new hot dance trend that's going viral for the next two weeks. I don't know. It's more fun. It's more entertaining. I'd rather choose entertainment over politics. Uh, everybody would, but here's the thing, though. Do you know how much we could have got done if we focused on politics more? Let's not dive deep into it. I'm not gonna dive deep into it, but like, I know it is something to consider. Like, but like people really do need to look and change. Oh, I agree. Uh, which is why Trump was elected. Like, I know you. I know. I know you want to avoid the topic, but. At the same time, if it doesn't be discussed, how you gonna get anywhere? Question number six: How did watermelon become our thing? <laughs> I never liked watermelon. I never liked it. It made no sense to me. It had no flavor. It had more seeds than flavor. It was very water-based. It just—I don't know. I never liked I watermelon. I love watermelon. Oh my god! <laughs> but watermelon or grapes? I feel like that's a those are I feel like that's like an old school like right yeah that is an old school racial this race thing like I don't know man I remember where, watching a documentary with like it was way back in the day like probably in the 1920s or 1930s or somewhere around that time like it was in the early 1900s and they, they had a whole bunch of black people just in this just gathering in this one place eating a whole bunch of watermelon and i think it used to be something they used to feed prisons and slaves because it wasn't thought to be that good i didn't know watermelon was a black thing until i got older i'm just saying okay question number seven why do you get upset when i don't like a black celebrity i cannot relate to this I cannot relate to because this I'm too. not. I'm not gonna say that I don't like Beyonce, but I'm not a fan. I like Beyonce, but I'm not a fan. I look at why right. people worship her. All right, all right. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, I get it now. But no, for real, too. I'm gonna just say this. I feel like Beyonce ran her, had her time. It just expended for no reason. That's how you feel. I totally agree. Yeah, dude, you know how many, like, think about it, like, I felt like there was a lot of different R&B singers that were females that could have been up to her caliber by now, if it wasn't for her holding on that spotlight for so long. You get what I'm saying? 
I don't think it's like that at all. She worked hard to get where she needs to go. I'm not saying she didn't. I'm not taking that away from her at all. I'm just saying, like. So you were upset with her because I'm she hogged off the, the spotlight not, from other people that you thought deserved I'm to be up there. I'm not upset. At it. <laughs> I'm not upset at it. It's just like, alright, man. Just let somebody else be. Like she can't control that. The new queen bee, like eventually you gotta love, give up the, fans, the throne, man. And I get that, but fans, it's it's not up to her. Fans keep downloading her, showing her posts. Fans make celebrities relevant. That's true too. I mean, maybe and it's like Beyonce has a lot of fans. I feel like Beyonce is not even. Here's the thing about Beyonce. I don't think she's no more. She's not a celebrity. She's actual idea now like yeah she's a living breathing walking person that still had to live like normal people or maybe not so normal but at the same time like her her fan base like if you think about her fan base then you gotta think about the influence she has she is an idea an ideal person to be uh, back at the topic. So basically, I just realized that these questions are asked by from black people. So black people ask these questions to other black people. It's not other race, which I'm pretty sure that other race can relate to these um these questions. But back to the, like the question at hand: Why do you, why do black people get upset when I personally don't like a black celebrity? Beyonce is an example. But well, I don't know. I just feel like. Why people get mad if you just don't follow the trend? Like you gotta right. absolutely follow the the trend. Like no man, I'm my own person. Listen, <laughs> you're, you're actually really rare about that. That's how I'll break it to you. Like I'm not gonna say all black people, but most black people do not like it when you are different. When you right. do not fit into that stereotype, they do not like that. Let me if, tell you. If you, if, hold on. Listen, if you can't talk Ebonics or street talk, oh boy, you come let on tell, proper. Let me tell them a story. White. Okay. I'm, I'm just going to be real. Man, I hate that. I go to Ohio Media School. It's a broadcasting school, right? We had a class assignment, a music video assignment. Okay. So it was five of us, five females. One out of the four of us was white. Okay. We were supposed to pick a music video from the 90s. So pick a music video from the 90s and try to basically make our own music video based off of that song. That was our assignment. I don't care. I suggested Destiny Child because we each had to like give out a song. Mm -hmm. Two out of three of us chose a country song. And I was like, okay, it's different. My mind's open. Let me go with a country song. Um, one of the black students, oops, one of the black students in my group loves country. Mm-hmm. The other black girls in the group kind of look at her sideways like, you like country? Why do we gotta do a country song? Why can't we do an R&B or hip-hop song? You know, like that. And it's like, she's she just said, hey, I like country. It's what I like. I Why I is that it. an issue? You know, so we did a music video. We started dancing. I can't dance in my life. So I kind of dance like a white girl, which is still fun. Right, I can't believe you don't have no rhythm. I have no rhythm, like, but <laughs> I could just move my arm, wave my arm a certain way, and then I can make it to a rhythm. 
I can't. I have no like, rhythm. How can you not? I am do a that? bad dancer, but I think that's like the fun part about me. I think I love it. I love that about me that I have no rhythm. I grew to love it. You know, my bad dancing is hilarious to me. So you know, the final came. The final came. Teachers was reviewing our project, and then we had another black student watch me dance. And she was like, oh, you're a white girl for reals. I knew you was a white girl. Look at you, you can't even twerk. You know, things like that. Kind of poke fun at me. She's like, wow, well, you talk white and you dance white. Does that bother you? Yeah. Yeah, why do I hear Why do Why is that issue? Why, why is my... Why? I, I want to know, why does it... And it's not even just black people, because white people do it with us. Why do we feel like we gotta put down each other but at the same time like why do i have to feel like i have influenced to influence by each other right why do i why do i feel like i have to be a certain way to feel accepted exactly what is talking about this is how i talk sorry i'm an american person that speaks you know proper american english because i'm not gonna say it's proper english um i'm not gonna bust down the twerk and that ratchet Right. Just to please you guys, I'm not. This is me, you know. And it's sad because it's always our own people, you know, tear us down because we're different. I mean, I'm me, but the fact that I don't fit into your stereotype altogether makes me different. Does that really upset you? Because I am I somebody that you wish that you want to be, but you cannot be because you're stuck in your own ways. I didn't like that. She tried to play off as a joke, but I can't dance. I can't dance. I can't twerk the same way. I don't even have the booty to twerk. Even if I wanted to twerk, okay? But that's just me. So I did like the fact that she kind of said that over a class assignment. I was having fun. She, I felt like she tried to take that away from me. A black woman. That's that. Question number eight. Why do we call each other the N-word but get upset when a white person uses the N-word? <laughs> oh, man. Uh-huh. This is a very this is a topic that I tried to avoid. <laughs> right, this is, this is so controversial, man. Like, here's what I've always stated: white people or any other race besides black people always want to use the N word until they want to use it against us. I feel like the N word should not be said by anybody, even us, at all. True. True. Everybody wants to be the N word until it's time to use it against us when they are angry with us. That's why I do not allow nobody to say the N-word. Not even you. I try not to say it. I try not to say it, but... I, it's not know, like we say it all up, the time, growing though, up, Growing up, I mean, it was... From my dad to my friends to some of my family members to, like, anybody I was around said it, so... But you was young, you didn't really think much of it until you got older. And their rap music, too. I mean, like, it just rolls off the tongue. Here's one thing that I don't agree with some other people. You know, some people, like Ice Cube, he said that is our word. You guys use that word to stop us. Yeah, I was about to say, like, there is, like, it is a mix, a mixed thing about it because you think about an episode of Boondocks, what their granddad said about it. He was like, if I can't catch it, shit, I've been called to that name so much. If I can't catch a break off of it, then, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, here's what I, yeah, I, 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 get, I get what you're saying. Like, shit, I've been <laughs> abused so much. Like, shit, why can't I enjoy it at least once in a while type deal? Like, 
I get it, man. Here's what I found very hypocritical about Ice Cube, but it's my opinion. You could disagree. I expect people to disagree. I'm not gonna disagree with you because I, I got my own opinions about that too. But I ain't gonna go. He said that. that the word holds so much history, so much pain that it's not the white people's word. But why are you using the word then? What I'm trying to say by that is white people are allowed to use that word because it hurts so much to us. But you still, you still use the word. Just because you, a black man, is using the N-word does not erase the history from the word. Yeah. It is a word that should not be used. But I feel like he's trying to take a negative and turn it to a positive. You can't turn his- Like, it's like, it's, it's like how Tupac took the word thug. You know, thug was like, you know, a bandit or There's nothing a criminal. There's nothing positive about the thug word. There's nothing but, positive about the N-word. But, to, but to what his message with the hate you gave me, you know. He's like, no, no, no matter what hate you give me, it won't break me. All I'm doing is make me like So, like, I feel like it's the same way with that, but I don't know. I'm really trying to step away from saying I do. I don't the N word. Like, I don't like talking about either, but the N word we could agree originated from white people calling slaves that, right? Or if further trace back well not trace back the word but look back with the word n-e-g i think it's either a or u-h which is an african word for royalty you use that word there's a difference to basically summarize it the word holds bad history when it comes to black people let's not use it okay there's no you cannot turn that word to anything positive and then we if we did even if it was positive, the other race should be allowed to use it then if it's so positive. No. No, see, you can't turn N word to something positive. You cannot do it. Next question. <laughs> Why is my natural hair, the hair that grows out of my head, seen as a political statement? You know what? People have been fired from having wore dress. Peeps, children that wore dress and braids were not allowed to go to school because it didn't seem professional because it wasn't straightened out or tied back yeah. it's seen as a political political statement or you couldn't wear a fro you can't wear no fro's brick it's seen it's basically you being natural and walking around wearing out your hair it's seen as a political statement because so for so many years people try to take that from us you know yeah Little kids for the longest time could not go to school unless the hair was wore a certain way. No one's gonna tell me I can't wear my dress. Tell you that right now. Right, so I mean I get it, but other people outside our community will see it as more of a statement. You like you walk around with dress, right? It's really it's just your hair. It's a style based your hair. You really think nothing, nothing of it, right? I think a lot about my dreams. But when you was working at you know your old old job, you had to cut off your hair, right? I mean, it, it was more of a one of those high end jobs, so yeah, you had to present. You got to make yourself look presentable. But here's the thing, though: no matter like if it was a government job, I seen plenty of people with dreadlocks, young, old, female, and male. Which is good. So like. I don't know, but at the same time, the VA in, in Cleveland, there are a lot of black people there. So, like, yeah, that specific branch 
you know, is more catered to us, especially being smack dab in the middle of Cleveland. But yeah, that one's more catered to us. So yeah, you are really allowed. But like, you do want to when you first present yourself to the place that you go on an interview and you first get hired. Yeah, you want to be like clean and cut and wear, you know, appropriate attire. But like the longer you spend at a job, the more you freedom you have. So yeah, eventually you can tr- grow your dreads. Mm-hmm. Yep. For the longest time, you know, black people had to be a certain way to fit into the living, the, you know, society. So us rebelling against that by simply wearing our natural hair, that's seen as a political statement or as being a rebel. Which is very it sad. Is. No, it's it super is. sad. No, it is. No, it is. Honestly, anytime we try to be ourselves, you know, like people get uncomfortable. Right, like, like I was, yeah. Every time we try to be ourselves, every time we have some sense of Afrocentricity, yeah, it makes other people uncomfortable and makes them tell us what not to do. So I'm gonna do whatever I want. Just as much as American as you are. I want to wear my dreads. I'm going to wear my dreadlocks. You're allowed to wear your mullet. You're allowed to wear your... <laughs> How dare they wear a mullet? You're allowed to wear your <laughs> turban. You're allowed to wear your turban. I'm allowed to wear my dreadlocks and my eyebrows. See, it's like, my next hair, so I, I actually do want to do dreads. But it's like, what I'm afraid of, what if I go to an interview with dreads? And I'm not going to like a typical eight nine to five interview. I want to like write. That's what I want to do. I want to write. So what if I go to an interview that, that I while feel writing like, and blogging? No, I feel like for real, for real, today is a lot different. I feel like that was more like maybe a few years ago because it don't matter. I could just cash out one. It don't a matter. A lot more. There are a lot more. There's a few that still practice that, that though. If they have there a brand a that you're trying, few. if you have a brand that you're, they're trying to represent, and you, then you walk in with dreads. Okay, well, we'll talk, let's talk about what type of business you're talking about. Man. My stepdad used to work at the Marriott Hotel, very fancy hotel, but mm-hmm. you know your hair had to be straight, black and brown, no dreads, no braids, no afros, none of that. Straight, tight back, black and brown. Mm-hmm. If you were to go to an interview and your hair, if your hair was dreads. Or braids, you will not get hired because you do not represent the brand. It probably depends on what area you live at. Cause Cleveland, at Cleveland, there's a lot of people with dreadlocks, so a lot of businesses have people with dreads. Mm-hmm. Rather, if it's one or two or three, <laughs> you're gonna see somebody with dreadlocks at least one time. So. I mean, More of the story, our natural hair is beautiful, let us live. Rarage, okay? And a fear of not getting a job, like, that is self. If there's still... That's a fear of mine. No, it's not even that. If, there's, if you need any example of today in society where racial oppression is still happening, that's one of them. That's one of them. How are you going to tell somebody how they can wear their hair? Especially if it could be spiritual. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just, that's oppression. That's, come on now. All right, so, 
Last question. Question number 10. Mm-hmm. There's a total of 27 questions, but I'm going to split all the questions apart. Mm-hmm. So last question of this episode. Why do we think people with light skin look better than people with dark skin? Wait, say that again. Why do we think people with light skin looks better with people looks better than people with dark skin? So basically, why is lighter skin complexion seem more attractive than darker skin complexion? I'm gonna say white supremacy. No, let's avoid that. <laughs> All right, though. No, seriously, though. No. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't really think they look better than dark skin. But the majority of our community will prefer. Yeah, because they probably have thinner hair or beautiful silky curly hair. Black, darker skin women have that too. I have that. True. I mean, I'm not. But you know. I mean, society has conditioned us to be a certain way. Media itself conditions our society in a certain way, so. It has a lot to do with that. But. Why is colorism just a main issue within our community anyway? I don't know because. Listen, because black there and is black a lot, love there is, is so a rare. Lot of, there is a lot of light skins that they think better than us. There are. Skins. I came across so and many I'm gonna here. I'm just tell you the truth. Like, I'm not going to say you better than me just because you're light. Your, your skin is a lighter hue. You know? If you got skills in something and I don't, or lack a certain level of skill in something that we both do, then yeah, you're better than me. I think it's just small. Or, Here's what's sad: small-minded people have the biggest voice, yeah. and people seem to turn towards them more than people with common sense, and that's open-minded. Yeah. You know the fact that. There's so many beautiful dark-skinned people all together, but I feel like as a community, we should not divide us by the color of our skin. We're all black. Man, I've seen pictures of dark-skinned people in Africa that literally look like chocolate. Just chocolate. Just walking chocolate bar. <laughs> like, that That's skin so is so beautiful. Like, you really do want to, like, have a little taste of darkness. Like, it's just have the tip of my tongue on your skin because <laughs> you look like chocolate. <laughs> but I do like I do like my caramel skins. You know I do. I got I have to have love for my caramel. I like who I like. I'm not gonna lie to you. I've I met a like lot a of high yellow motherfuckers that got I, a problem. I will not like a person based off of the skin color. I like who Me I like either. whether you are dark, caramel. But I'ma just say skin. this. I'ma just say this when it comes to light skins. The caramel, you know, like the darker light skins, like the caramel ones, the sandy skin tone ones. They mainly the ones that like be cool with dark skins. They they want it. They want a darker skin tone. But I feel like you should just appreciate who you are. No matter what you look like, you should appreciate who you are. But at the same time, though, like I can appreciate them because they are not like a high yellow that brother oh my god those are usually ones that talk about us period i think because of the reason being that society portrays lighter skin as above being you know because dark skin people are we're at the bottom of the totem pole i feel like light skin and white people are more glamorized and more acceptable which is why some you know yeah. light skins walk around thinking that they're better than us yeah, I mean, like, around the world, period, 
yeah, no matter what society, like, the lighter hue people do tend to get the bigger spotlight in the dark hue. Like, in India, they teach the skin. Yeah, because it's, yeah. It's really big in India. I'm just saying, it's, it goes both ways, actually. Because darker skinned people do pick on the lighter skin. Yeah, light skinned people do pick on the dark skin. It goes both I'll ways. Be on, I'll be picking on my, my light skinned people, but I do it out of jokes, though. Like, I still recognize the fact that you're black and you're my brother. You get joke, you get joke towards your friends without saying the color of the skin. True. True. But you also, I mean, like, I don't know, man. When it comes to friends. How they Maybe act. it's gonna be a different. How topic. yeah, how they act though is <laughs> not because of this the color of their skin. They're just assholes. If they're assholes, they're assholes. Whether they're dark yeah. skin or light skin. Yeah. You know. Um, Friends generally are assholes. It's not about a race of color thing though. It's not. It's just a, that's how society conditions to be socially. But to answer that question, you know why light skins are more are considered more better than dark skin. Light, you know, light skins. And white people, a lighter skin complexion altogether is more glamorized and accepted than dark skinned people, which is why dark skinned people are actually seen, you know, down here, whereas any other color and race are seen up here. That's how it is. That's how it's always been. Portrayed. I think there was a that uh, I think there was a study that pulled that were that was made a while ago about like the world as a whole. If there was like a skin tone that people prefer I think like light skinned people or like Hispanic people skin tone color like I guess that is like the most acceptable like number one any darker or lighter than that no this is a topic about color it's a hit or miss we're <laughs> definitely going to have this is going to be like a whole episode soon about colorism so you guys stay tuned for that but this concludes our episode of Queen of Diaries our first episode of the new year 2020 thank you guys for tuning in follow us on Facebook no like us on Facebook Queendom Diaries Podcast follow us on Instagram Queendom underscore diaries thank you guys for tuning in and we will see you guys next week be safe <laughs> bye